supposed to be. I hope that you're missing me, because it makes me feel young. Right. Welcome to episode 84 of Tell Me Where to Turn, your favorite podcast, faith-based podcast of the Dallas North Tollway. I am Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter, and I am joined today by the great Point Break underscore Dave. Yes, yes. So do you have any uh, 84 NASCAR we only have like 15 more opportunities for you to do this. Once we hit triple digits, <laughs> we'll have to go into modifieds when they have <laughs> unstable three-digit numbers like the 100 triple X and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can find the show on Twitter at where to turn pod. And uh, as we documented in the last episode, um, we may be only too wide yet again this week due to some medical problems for one member of the show. I haven't had any medical problems this week. Have you, Dave? I am as healthy as a horse. Well, that's good. And hey, speaking of healthy lifestyle activities, hold on real quick. I hit the trifecta in the Kentucky Derby. I don't know if you knew that or not. That's healthy. Wow. So what did that pay? I was just a $2 trifecta paid $282. For a $2 bet, pretty solid. The most exciting two minutes in sports. So was there any methodology behind your pick, or was it just you were so excited about that uh, story you brought to us last week? You stole that guy's algorithm? <laughs> cracked I went, the I went trifecta? To, I went to Hong Kong. Um, no, I uh, basically, a, uh, a man we know well, old man Ross, oh, yes. who has correctly predicted the, uh, the derby multiple times... He, the Derby winner, anyway, uh, saw him at a card game on Friday, and he's like, hey, I know he's the favorite, but just so you know, load up. Load up. Justified is way ahead of the pack. So I basically did uh, did a few uh, trifecta um, combinations, but Justified was, was running first in all of them, and... When he came around running first, I was like, all right, I probably have this. And sure enough, that's got to be a good feeling. I actually bet on Justified, but I did not touch any of the uh, exotics, as they're called. You just had a straight just win? Just a straight $50 bet to win. I don't so work. I had to risk $50, and I only won, well, I, I profited $150. You risked $2 and profited $280. So I think you're winning on this bet. That's what I do. Yeah. Let me tell you about my working out story. I was teasing. Let's hear it. So I went to the gym and uh unlike Glenn, I don't I don't pre workout shake. It's probably a good part of why you're still here. That's <laughs> right. It's why I'm not in the hospital right now. And right now, Glenn, someone's holding his arm up and it's dropped <laughs> twice. Is he gonna is he gonna kick out? That's the question. Is he gonna start shaking that arm and refuse to let it drop a third time? We can only hope. 
No, so I uh, I finished my workout and I was I was running a little late for work, so I uh, I enjoy a nice post workout shake, just protein shake, no nothing. Uh, it's literally just protein, nothing nothing that would be on any kind of banned substance list. That would be odd if you got home from working out and then went full and it explode, <laughs> just so you're like ripping the steering wheel in half driving to work. No, I could drink this shake, take a major league at bat, and then pass the drug test. Let me just put it that way. All right. So I uh, I normally just make it in a blender because it's it's nice for the smoothness. You like smoothness. Seems don't like you, a lot of work. But uh, today, because I was running late, I put it in a shaker cup. You're familiar with the shaker cup? Yeah, I don't use them. I don't like them. Okay, it has the it has the lid, the little spout, and then another little lid that sits on top of the spout. Close it down, shake it up, good to go. It's too masturbatory for me. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's probably why I'm so good at it. <laughs> why it's so smooth. You having a shaker Whoa! cup. <laughs> Whoa. Did the entrance theme just hit? You having a shaker cup is the least surprising thing I've heard in a long time. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, from parts unknown. You can actually find me at Glenn 3 underscore 11 if you're searching hard enough. He is here. This is the longest sustained roar I've ever heard by a crowd. Huge pop for the return. Yes, 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 yes. For the return of Glenn. Oh, my goodness. Happy to be alive, guys. We're going to get right back to you. Let Let me quickly, quickly finish my masturbatory shaker story. So it's just a it's just a chocolate protein shake. I drank most of it on the way to work. When I got to work, there was may I mean maybe just a thin little layer of it left in the bottom because I don't like to drink the very bottom because it's gritty. So I um I'm gonna leave it in my car at work. So I put the 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 main lid is on it, and then I put the little cap over the shaker cup and go into work. And it was hot. And I'll be darned if I didn't come back out of the car and it exploded. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, can you believe that? Uh, my, How does that happen? I don't know. I, have you? Have either of you ever had any experience with a whey protein shake exploding with chocolate explosions? <laughs> yeah. So, I, funny uh, you mentioned that. <laughs> so I, you know, I got into back out of my car at work, and I saw the cup was still in the cup holder, but the 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 lid was gone, and uh, the whole lid was gone. Yeah, and I thought, well, that's weird. I thought I had the lid on this when I when I um, went into work. And then I kind of raised my eyes upward to look at the ceiling of my car, and there was just chocolate everywhere. Wow. So it had, it had blown the lid off like a rocket and sprayed chocolate protein shake all over the car. And, um, and there wasn't even much left in it. Man, we may have to get the Mythbusters to test this. I find this hard to believe. Well, you're looking for the Mythbusters. You're not going to find them on TV anymore. Hey, they're, they're coming back. Don't worry about it. It's an overrated show. No, it's not. Glenn, yes, amongst I'm the here living for now. I can only. I'm week to week at this point. You're uh, basically we should be checking the lineup about five minutes before to make sure you're. Yeah, <laughs> you're sure the little listed. red box doesn't get the X in it. Yeah, I'm not a late scratch. I carry my will with me everywhere. <laughs> currently, well, I want to. I want to go back and start from the beginning, but just as a as a level set, how are you feeling right now? Um, pretty average. Pretty average. So, yeah. what's the what's the chief complaint? Just energy level is low. Uh, a little bit of fatigue. 
Still got a little abdominal discomfort, if you will. Any sexual problems? No, no problems there. Good. We're all we're all good. Waist down, we are <laughs> you know, I'm all pro. Was that pretty much the first thing you wanted to do when you got out of the hospital? Was like immediately? No, we'll get to the first thing that I asked when I was being discharged from the from the hospital. But yes, yeah, so a week ago tonight, I had not made my way to a medical center yet. I was at my home laying down wondering why I can't get rid of the worst stomach ache I've ever had in my life. And this was the night we were going to podcast, I, th- I believe, or was this the night before? It was the night before when it started. Okay. So it started at what point during the day? Out of nowhere, like in the afternoon. So that's what we would call an acute onset? Yes, without question. And in that situation, I feel like the most, the first thing you do is start recounting what you've done and what you've eaten lately. I totally agree. So what, what was on that ledger? How no, many sit-ups had you done that no, day? No, I, I had gone to the gym in the morning. So, of course, we would, the, the pre-workout was finally wearing off at like 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> had a nice Jimmy John sandwich for lunch. First mistake. And trash restaurant. Uh, it's, it's quick. It's close by. And, and it's a sponsor of a... It's a NASCAR sponsor, so you can't go wrong there. It's true. And Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. And I had... Uh, had a nice Coca-Cola. And I thought it was right after I finished that uh, that my stomach started hurting. So I was like, maybe it was just like the mix of whatever I had during the course of the day. Um, so, you know. So there's different kinds of stomach aches. There's the kind that are clearly associated with eating, you know, food that didn't sit with you. But then, the, but it sounds like what you were experiencing was, was like sharp pains, which is not a normal yeah, stomach but ache. I, would I wouldn't have jumped to that automatically okay so i was thinking and it wasn't nauseating it was more painful something is just like a bad mix okay so I'm like well, what do you do all right well you well, grab, first thing you do is you sit on the pot i think <laughs> that wasn't what i tried first it was on the list <laughs> you grab a handful of mints because those peppermints are good for you if your stomach is upset i always have pepto in the office so i really? went to that next oh yeah i always have that i always have, I always have sinus medication in the office you never want to be like 10 in the morning and you're going to be there all day and one of the two of those kick in you want to be able to just be like no you're you're going down right now if i'm ever in a situation where i need pepto i'm leaving the office there, there's no. no nothing that would make compel me to stay if i was in pepto territory so we took those two steps and then that is, nothing really helped then i had how, to, how much pepto just like a dose. Did I didn't like drink the whole thing. I've done that before. I did that one time. The first time I went to Cancun, it was on the, the flight before the flight back. Oh, I just no. chugged a whole bottle of Pepto and I needed it too. <laughs> needed the plug. Yeah. So from there, I had to stop by the house and that's when, you know, we said, well, the next thing on the list is pot sitting. <laughs> that didn't seem to resolve it. So you went to home base for that. That was not done at the office. No, that was at home base. Then I had to go pick up my kid at soccer practice. And then I'm driving those two savages around. I had to go get them some dinner and stuff. And so the wife is out. She's got like a couple softball games and stuff. So I've got them at home. They're watching TV. and I'm just laid like as flat as you can on my back on the couch because I'm thinking if I just stretch out as much as possible, they give me a little relief. It really didn't, but it was a good idea, at least in theory. So 
we get to you know later that night, and it's have you and in this stomach pain is the need to expel something from either end been happening? Not a factor. Okay, interesting. So, but as this progresses, I am googling stuff on my phone for home remedies and what this could be and several times home remedies home remedies nude <laughs> several times i've seen the acute onset pain in the you know more central abdominal area that then radiates and moves to your lower right quadrant did i not tell you this in our last episode which is the appendix i'm very aware of does my appendix hurt? Does my appendix hurt? Uh, you know, and like I was going to bed and my wife was like, anytime during the night, if you say, yeah, I need to go to the ER, we'll go. But it didn't feel that bad. It was. Is that a red flag if that's the last thing your wife says to you before you go to bed? Is, I may have never woken up. Hey, if anytime during the night you need to go to the ER, just let me know and we'll go. Yeah. Also, is that a weird qualification? <laughs> like the possibility of like, Screw you, <laughs> we're not going. Like, that was an option. Yeah. Hey, if you wake up in the middle of the night, I ain't taking you to the ER. So you need to decide now. So you just slide the iPhone open and just tap the Uber app. Be like, yeah, we'll be there sometime. Uber tomorrow. hospital. So figured, okay, well, maybe I can sleep this off. It'll be a little better in the morning. If there's some improvement, then, you know, we're good to go. Didn't, oh, didn't work in Baltimore. <laughs> There was no improvement. It was actually worse when I woke up. And I want to be clear. You've already gone probably four or five hours longer than I would have gone before I was in the ER. Before you had a tampon nosebleed? <laughs> so I would have been in the ER probably within three hours of, of symptom onset if that was something I'd never experienced before. Were you able to sleep at all? Uh, kind of off and on. Um, Flat on the back? I did, had to just try whatever, whatever he get comfortable and fall asleep, and then I would wake up with it, mm. with it hurting. So, woke up first thing in the morning, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is not any better, and it might be worse." So we're calling the doctor. But I feel like, man, I feel like if you don't deal with an appendix right away, that that it can get really dicey. So I'm very surprised that you wrote it out as long as you did. And I would have gone to the ER first thing in the morning, but when I called, it was like, I don't know, 8.30 in the morning when I called the doctor, and they could get me in at like 9.15. So as, as quickly as I could get ready and go, they, mm -hmm. they could see me. So This is just like your... This is my personal doctor. Like you go get physicals, and when you have a cold, you yeah. go to this guy. Yeah. All right. So... I get to the doctor and they're like, you know, they're asking me questions. And that's, this is throughout the entire day. Cause this is from the time I got there until I left is about a 10 hour ordeal. I was asked so many times I was looking for like the cameras or somebody to jump out or whatever. So many times if I had had diarrhea recently <laughs> and had to repeatedly tell them no. Now, another difference between you and I is if I'm ever asked that question, the answer is always yes. <laughs> So you're just looking down the hall to see yeah. Tommy or I back there paying the nurses. <laughs> yeah, you're stabbing the voodoo doll. <laughs> just ask him about the diarrhea one more time. So they examine me, and they're like, okay, well, there's no way for us to know for sure. So how did they examine well, you? Well, yeah, they just, just do the, poke they push, around? They push on your abdominal area. What, does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? And so it didn't hurt like where my appendix is. 
it was more like a, a like my just the middle like above my belly button. Okay. But the first time they pressed down like below my belly button, I was like, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> so there's something going on. So like, yeah. So let's get you a, a CT scan. So I'm like, I'm completely on board because we need to know what's going what what the problem is. This was the only chaotic other than the continuous discomfort I had for hours on end. This was probably the only chaotic just beat down was getting the CT. It takes a long time. Cuz they ordered it as like stat. So they're like, "Yeah, we're going to call them, we put the order in. You go down there and, you know, you tell them that who you are and the order should be there and they'll they'll You do that everywhere you go. Yeah. You tell people who you are. And then they should be able to get you in as quickly as possible. You might not be the next one, but they'll get you as quickly as possible. So I'm like, okay. So they got a little piece of paper or whatever, and they write a number on there. And it says D600. I'm like, all right, well, obviously building D, floor six. So that's where I go, which is the pediatric office. That's not it. <laughs> so then I walk back downstairs. I ask like two other people who aren't really sure, and they're kind of confused. So at this point, are you kind of doubling over, or are you not still able quite. to play it off? I mean, I'm... And are you by yourself or is your wife with you? No, they're, they, she drove me up there. Okay. Because it was a chance, obviously, I wasn't going to be able to drive myself back at some point. <laughs> so you were going to pass out, as it were? Right. So eventually we figure out that it was supposed to be D200. It was close, only four floors yeah, away. Yeah, that's, that's only 400 away. Hey, medical mistakes happen. Yeah. So, well, that's a weird noise. Um, so then... We get in there, and they haven't called in the order yet for the CT. The doctor's office. The doctor's office has not. The whole time it I guess took the you doctor got sidetracked. Order's that's, not called in. That's poor. So now you're calling it in yourself. So then it's like, okay, here's the number. You can call it in. First, common mistake, the lady transposes the numbers and the phone number. So I call, and some old lady answers. And I'm like... You're not going to be able to help me with my CT scan, are you? She's like, no, this is a private number. Did you at least ask for prayers? <laughs> Man, so, writing I, numbers is apparently very difficult. I walk back in, and, and another lady sees that I am not pleased. I'm in pain. She's like, I was like, that's the wrong number. She looks at it. She's like, yeah, that's you flip those two, and then that's the number. So then I call. I get the right place. <clears throat> they totally understand what I'm trying to do, but they're like, it makes sense. A patient can't call in their own stat order. The doctor's office does, because otherwise everybody would just call everybody in. Everybody would be calling in their own oxycodone prescriptions. <laughs> right. That makes perfect sense. So I actually wasn't beaten down by that, because that was the most logical thing that had happened in the last half hour. But you told them you were Glenn of tell I, me where to turn, I right? tried to. Okay. Uh, so then finally... Get back. They call the doctor's office. The nurse is like, yeah, we'll have the doctor when they get out with the patient, and they'll call it in. Good thing the diagnostic center, the ladies that work there were like, all right, they're going to call it in. We're going to go ahead and check you in and have you all ready from our end. So when they call it in, you're immediately you're ready to go. You're already laying on the thing. They just slide you into the CT. So have it they would had to seem. Give, have they had to give you the save shot yet? No. <laughs> so it would seem. So next... That happens pretty quickly. They they bring me back, and I'm like, all right, CT scan. Never had one of these. I don't even know what I'm doing, what to expect. 
So you have to drink this stuff because they yeah. use like contrast. Yeah. yeah, to to help read it. And people can have severe allergic reactions to that. Uh, yeah. Well, I was also asked repeatedly if I was allergic to anything. My answer is always no because I've never had an allergic reaction. Were you? But you know, at this point, just in case it made the scan, were you fluffing? Because that's the last thing you want is a permanent medical record of that. I was not just fluffing was pretty low. Shrunk all down and in pain at that point in time. So, so I think I'm like, let's do CT scan. She's like, okay, we need to drink this. I was like, I will drink anything. If you, if that was a cup full of urine, (laughs) I would drink it right now. And they're like, okay, well, you'll need to drink this. And there's, uh, you know, I don't know how much it was. It was like 24 ounces or something. No way, it was 24 ounces. I think it was. No, no. Like two beers worth? It seemed like two beers worth to me. That's crazy. When I, when I did it, I mean, it was maybe four ounces. I mean, maybe, maybe it was 16 ounces. Maybe that's where I'm going with this. Well, did it come like a real tall can? <laughs> <laughs> did you at least get the... It said s- natty on the side of it. <laughs> the CT scan souvenir cup. <laughs> if they had them, I would have gotten one. Size. So get it refilled with contrast anytime you want for free. So, so they walk me back and I'm like, here we go. I see the room that says, you know, radiation is, you know, full throttle in here or whatever. <laughs> but then they steer me into a waiting room and they have this cup and she's like, you know what? You could probably, you don't have to drink it all at once. You could kind of drink a little bit of it about every two hours. I mean, about every 30 minutes. Cause it's going to be about two hours before we can get you back. What? And I'm just like, I want to die and, <laughs> and then murder you after I'm dead. This so, is not the ki- type of care I'd expect for a national treasure like Glenn yeah. 3 underscore 11. So I'm drinking the formula. I'm drinking the flavor aid. And I'm watching some TMZ show in the waiting room followed by the first episode of Dr. Oz, <laughs> who's interviewing Octomom. <laughs> While I'm in pain and I'm trying to lean in the seat and go to sleep just to get away from my pain for like minutes at a time. <laughs> Glenn keeps asking the uh, nurse if, if they can bring in any magazines. <laughs> She's like, it's not that kind of yeah. test, sir. <laughs> I was ringing like a bell, be like, I need another cup. <laughs> so f- it didn't take two hours, but it was probably a good hour and a half. So they bring me back and I have the CT. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is Mrs. Glenn still there? Now, she took the kids, and they're going like the tour of the whole medical city campus. Oh, just to keep them... The kids had an amazing time. They thought it was great. <laughs> I you know feel the, like the uh, food there is actually really good at the uh, campus cafe. Yeah. They have one of the best Philly cheesesteaks I've ever <laughs> had. Know. I feel like Mrs. Glenn would not be taking this type of delay well. No, not if she was uh, in, a, in attendance, okay. but she was occupied with two morons. Um, so then we get the CT done. That was probably the most relaxing part of the day until they shot me up with the morphine, which is amazing. I bet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Give me some right now. Um, I get done with that, and they're like, okay, go wait You know, outside in the main waiting room or whatever, and we'll come out. We'll discuss the results with you. That takes a good 20 or 30 minutes, but I totally understand. It's not like a Polaroid that comes out and <laughs> kind of wave it a little bit. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> so I wait out there. I'm in agony. Nah, that's overselling it. it it's a high level of discomfort. 
And you haven't even taken, like, have you taken anything over the counter for pain? Have you had like some nice Advil? No, and I'm actually, once I saw a specialist, he said, don't take any of that. Really? For what my deal is. So anybody in the medical community that listens that can contradict that, feel free to, but. Can I ask you a question about the pain itself? Does it feel like, I mean, does it feel like bloating where if you just released it it would be better or is it like a stabbing it's like a stabbing pain. okay that's why there's doesn't seem like there's anything you can do to <laughs> make it go away are you are, are you saying dave that you think this whole story is going to end that there's just a big doo-doo in there that needs to come <laughs> out i want to andre the giant type fart and then <laughs> i'm good Man. yeah while i was I waiting more than willing whatever they needed to give me to blow it out if that if it was just some sort of obstruction so Lady walks out about the results and then says, okay, you need to go back to your doctor's office and they'll discuss the results with you. And I'm like, why did I just wait here for 30 minutes? And she, she was basically like, you need to go to your doctor's office and they're going to discuss the results. And then I got to thinking and I was like, wait, that could be really bad news. Yeah, that feels yeah like, like they a, don't want to tell you. Yeah, so I actually said that and she just kind of looked at me and she, because, I don't know, maybe she can't say. Were you like, if it's cancer, blink um, twice. That thought crossed my mind as I was mm. walking to the doctor's office. You realize that any kind of like bowel abdominal cancer is like the worst possible. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. It's, Just want you to know that. That's amazing. It'd be a tough, tough thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> but your doctor would need to tell you that for sure. So I w- walk back, get back in the room. The PA comes in and says... Oh, this is the waiting room back at your doctor's. Yeah, but now I'm back in like the exam room at the doctor's office. I get Are back they there. on the same campus? It's just a different building. Okay. So um, the PA that examined me initially walks in and says, yeah, it looks like it's uh, signs of acute appendicitis. So we're going to uh, probably have you go down to the ER because the specialist that would want to see you and determine if that's absolutely the case and if you need surgery is making rounds down there. So we'll get you down there. They'll see you. Then we'll decide whether you're admitting to the hospital and having surgery. Like at that point, I've basically accepted I'm having my appendix removed. But I'm also like, if that just fixes it, I'm okay with being laid up for a couple, two or three days and we'll just move on. Had you been... Because Tommy gave us a rundown of the appendicitis and taking out the appendix. Had you already looked into what all that was? Did you um, know it's apparently useless, <laughs> the appendix? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay. Yeah, I knew that much about it. <laughs> like, the removal seems pretty basic. I don't think there's a whole lot to it. <laughs> Somebody told me this week they can do it with lasers, which that sounded fancy. <laughs> I'm sure this place would have set me up with the wrong laser. <laughs> Would have given me a second appendix. They're probably giving you LASIK. <laughs> Man, I have sepsis, but I can see into the future. So get in the, the, the PA says acute appendicitis. It's not 30 seconds later that the, the main doctor, my actual PCP, knocks on the door and kind of pulls the not so fast, my friend. Oh, no. He says, I've, I've taken a look at the report and I've talked with the specialist and maybe the radiologist and we're not exactly sure it's appendicitis. All right. I think it might be ileitis. 
And he Are kinda, they just making up words? That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I've never heard of Iliitis. I've this heard of it. highly suspect. Working in insurance, I've actually heard of the term, but I didn't know exactly what it was. You, you heard of it in the terms of like, yes, he died of Iliitis. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, said, he says that, and then it's not... And I'm thinking, okay, well, then... That means no surgery. And then like five seconds later, he's like, and, you know, iliitis is something that's very common with Crohn's disease. And I'm like, no, 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 no. let's go back to the appendix. Let's just take the appendix out because I know people that have Crohn's disease. I don't want that either. No, they have like support groups for people with Crohn's disease because you have to live with Crohn's disease. It's incurable. I feel like just from watching TV commercials, Crohn's disease has something to do with the bowels. Yeah. It has to do with the butt. It's like the in, yes, the <laughs> intestinal area and, and all that. It causes mm. you to have rapid onset <laughs> diarrhea. And I had none of that. But see, that was the other thing because they're mentioning that and they're reeling off these what symptoms would be. And I'm like, nope, nope, perfectly fine until four o'clock yesterday. So they're like, okay, well, let's get you to the ER. So we do all that. We get in there. Find get you to the ER for elitis. Iliitis. Iliitis. Sorry. And and the the uh, the idea is that this this gastroenterologist is gonna making his rounds is gonna look at everything and then come talk to me. And is he gonna come in and say, "Hello, I am Iliitis." <laughs> <laughs> like the room's gonna be dark and then all of a sudden there's a spotlight. <laughs> Ladies just, and gentlemen, Iliitis. <laughs> he's like, I was just treating someone who had an actual disease. So just imagine how embarrassed I am to be here right now <laughs> with your inflammation. <laughs> so I get checked in and get in there. That takes a little while. And actually, that was where I was when I first notified you guys that I was not going to be making the podcast. What a what an alarming text to get. I was bent over to the side in a chair, kind of looked like Stephen Hawking, <laughs> te- texting everyone. Before, just before or after death? Before. <laughs> okay. Texting everyone is just like a distraction. I had a buddy text me for baseball DraftKings advice, and I was like, well, I might be having surgery shortly, but you might want to stack the angels tonight. <laughs> you are now like but, uh, the Chipotle addict after your big win. Justin oh. Upton has been swinging a very hot bat. Yeah, when he's hot, you play him every single night. So... I get back into the ER. And this is, again, all on the Medical City campus. Yeah. Okay. That's convenient. Yeah. So I I get in the ER, got my room in the ER. I'm in a bed. I have an IV in for the first time in my life. Really? I've never never had an IV? The only time I've ever been in the hospital was I had a surgery when I was like two months old. Didn't you get an IV at Nationals Ballpark? No, no. They wouldn't even give me Gatorade. They gave me water. Why, why did they want you to die? I have no idea. I was I just wanted some Gatorade. And and y'all asked me if that what was worse. I mean, I wasn't in physical pain the day after the Baltimore incident. I still think I felt worse that day than I did when I was in the hospital. <laughs> so you're saying that Maurice was worse than Iliitis? The day after it was. I think wow. I was more miserable overall. Like, this was just pain in one area. That day, I hurt from my eyes to my toes. So, I'm in the room. It's shortly before, like, 5 o'clock. And they got me all set up, and they're like, so are you having any pain still? And I'm like, yeah, it definitely <laughs> no, hurts. No, it's fine. Well, you know, it's a nurse that hasn't s- 
seen her talk to me yet, you know. And they're like, do you want something for the pain? I'm like, what do you have? Like, we can give you morphine. I was like, I'll take it. Like, do you have any reactions? I've never had it before. Well, some people have, like, bad reactions to it. I'm like, I'm willing. I'll just take the chance. <laughs> so they put that in my IV, and within about two and a half seconds, my head is just, like, floating to the <laughs> ceiling. And there was a brief period of time where I felt like it was almost going to make me sick. And it was like my body kind of stabilized with it. And then it was great. <laughs> and I didn't feel anything. You kind of like suddenly understood where Prince was coming from? A little bit. So there was no pain at that, at least for, at that moment in time. And then I actually started to get hungry a little bit because I wasn't in the next stabbing abdominal pain. So I'm assuming, and maybe I apologize if you said this a second ago, you have not eaten all day. No, not all day. I've had water and whatever they gave me before the CT. <laughs> and 24 ounces of contrast. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so finally a doctor walks in. First he walks in, he talks to me for about 12 seconds, and he gets like a phone call or something and says, okay, I'll be right back. And then 45 minutes later... <laughs> He walks in again, but I'm laying in my bed on morphine watching the Cleveland-Toronto game, so I'm basically like, I don't care. You <laughs> like, it was pretty much the greatest day of your life at that point? Like, you can come back whenever. It's actually a doubleheader, so if you want to come back at 10, that'll be perfect. <laughs> so he comes back. It's not even the specialist, but he has talked with the guy. The specialist has looked at everything, and he confirms it's not an acute appendicitis, and he says... We're not going to have to do surgery. He's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, well, I'm, I don't have any pain, but they gave me morphine, so I'm sure it still would hurt if they hadn't given me that. And he, he was like, we don't need to admit you to the hospital, but if you would like to be admitted, just like for observation and just for, for morphine purposes, yeah, you can do that. And, but you're, and you're like already saying yes before you even <laughs> think anything further. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> um, and I politely said, I would like to go home and sleep at my own house. I've been here for 10 hours. so Sleep with my own wife. Yes, let's get me, let's get me out of here. So we get the, the scripts for the various antibiotics, pain meds, and nausea medication. And so they're treating this just like a bad infection. Yeah, so I saw the specialist the next day. And the overwhelming favorite is that it's like a bacterial infection. Awesome. That's what I bet. That I, eating something or just being in contact with something. It has nothing to do with risky sexual behavior. No. Have you told them about the consistent diet of Indo Explode and Taco Casa? <laughs> I have not. I did not volunteer that. Oh, but back to the ER. So I'm laying in the bed. They're getting all the paperwork for me where I can be discharged and everything. And I'm asking, these are legitimate questions. I'm not doing bits, but I'm feeling a lot better. And I'm <laughs> hashtag morphine. Yeah. And I'm actually, and this I'm morphine cockiness. Is and I've right got now. meds. So I'm thinking, okay, this was on Thursday. I'm like, you know, if these meds really knock this thing out by Saturday or Sunday. I think I'm going to be fine, which is not the case. But Team Escalante, is that what you're worried about? No, no, no. But I, I asked the nurse, I'm like, so, you know, once I don't have pain or whatever, I mean, when can I get back to just everyday life, more or less? Long John Silver. <laughs> she goes, well, just 
play it by ear. Just don't, you know, don't run a marathon tomorrow and, you know, just, you know, be smart. I was like, well, what, what can I, you know, get back to doing pretty quickly? And she kind of looks back at me and I, this was exactly what I had in my head. And she looks back to me and she goes, well, you shouldn't do any heavy lifting for several days. <laughs> and my wife was like, are you trying to go work out tomorrow? I was like, well, I was thinking Sunday, you know, I, uh, yeah, you're not lifting anything heavy in there. I've uh, I've not been to the gym this week. Well, and nor should you, man. That's that's a that would be a poor decision. That's you're how you're trying to max out on bench press and shoot your colon out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all slowly. Next sliding thing you know, the there's wall. a lightus all over the gym. Man, yeah. So this week has been a lot of uh, low energy and fatigue. So what did they? What cocktail did they? Did they? Um, did they put you with antibiotic wise? I'm taking Cipro. Okay. Which they give you if you have, if you have exposure to anthrax. It's true. And I'm taking Flagyl, which sounds kind of kind of weird. Wait, is it Flagyl? <laughs> no, it's not that. Have you been exposed to anthrax? I've seen them at least twice in concert. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. So so two antibiotics, two antibiotics, and then like a no- anti nausea medication and a pain med. What pain med they give you there? Uh, just tramadol. Oh hey, hey tramadol's not bad. I've had tramadol. I mean, it's no morphine through through the main line, but hey, right? No, it's it's worked. I, there was a few nights where I had to take some of that in the evening. It's worked fine, but we're we've only got uh, antibiotics through tomorrow. Oh wow! And I'm still having a little bit of discomfort, but but some of the side effects from what I'm taking can be like stomach pain or abdominal pain. So right. I'm like, well, <laughs> do I have an infection still, or is it just the medicine? So is know. there a follow up appointment in the uh, in the yeah, works here? Like later in the month? Oh, not till later in the month. Yeah, but the guy, the specialist, said, you know, in the days and weeks to come, if you have the same episode again, or it starts to get approached that. He's like, just call. We'll get you scheduled to come in. And if we have to, you just go through the ER. But <laughs> he just said, if it happens again, just schedule your own CT scan and let us know <laughs> yeah. how it turns out. Yeah. Send us the radiology report. <laughs> just draw it. So did you have a fever at any point? Because um, that is usually a telltale yes. sign of an infection. I did the day that... I believe that I did the... The day that I was, I started to get cold chills when I was waiting for my CT scan. Yeah, so that would that would be consistent with a fever, but it wasn't like significant. It wasn't Point Break Dave, hundred and four. No, like if they took my temperature during the day, if it was anything over normal, it was like a little bit above, like it was a hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, one one way to know exactly how sick you were is. At what point during the day did you start to have the little cash register sound clicking in your head, thinking like, Man, never, never uh, thought about okay, it. Okay, then you were really sick. Because yeah. if you're really sick, that never occurs to you. If you're kind of sick and you start thinking about, "Man, I wonder how much this is costing," that's a telltale that's sign a, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, you should probably just. If go that home. ever comes to your mind, you probably shouldn't have gone. Let's also qualify that Glenn probably never thinks about how much something's costing. <laughs> There's. At least a little bit of truth to that, but <laughs> well, I don't want to. I don't want to kill your morphine buzz here, but 
I'm betting you're going to get a stunning medical bill. If you had imaging, ER, that's that's some of the biggest ticket items you're going to be in store for uh, in medical treatment medical treatment world. You're going to see how close I am to my deductible. But then, I mean, surely this will hit it. And then you're free rolling the whole rest of the year. Yeah, that's true. So you can get that you can get that enlargement you've been talking about. Yep. I can become Janice. Get some LASIK. <laughs> and then go back to Glenn. <laughs> and get LASIK. <laughs> so that's where we are. I'm still alive. Uh, but so I've if we had tried better. to call you for the podcast last week while you're on morphine, could you have could you have performed? Um my phone was at one percent. That was the only reason I didn't respond. Gosh, that would have been great. I was taking a bet on which would die first. <laughs> I, I got that, and I just didn't respond to it because, cause, well, one, if I took... But what I was going to do is just say yes and just have you guys call me, and then right. just I would just be talking to you, you know, like you were just calling to see how I was doing. Um, like when my wife asked who was that and whatever, I would just say y'all called to see how I was doing. I wouldn't say it was going to be on the podcast. You wouldn't tell her that we were recording live. But you would have recorded for about 12 seconds, and then my phone would have died. <laughs> so we won't get that. We'll get that footage. Well, I think I speak beha- on behalf of the entire listening audience to say that, for the sake of the show at least, we're very glad that you've pulled through thus far. There's no doubt, whatever, however many minutes in, when Glenn appeared, he did his run-in that the entire audience popped huge for that <laughs> and if you do end up with some kind of chronic condition like Crohn's then and we can just have a new segment for you called this week in Crohn's twick notes <laughs> Crohn's is going to make it hard to enjoy devil <laughs> devil's bowl speedway <laughs> yeah it's going to it'd make it hard to enjoy life like if I had to every single week go through what this week has been like it wouldn't be real fun. It's a good hypothetical. <laughs> no, no thank you. Like, by the time I get home from work, I'm basically exhausted. So, you, But you are working. Yeah. Wow. Man, I, I, I would be milking this so much more than you I are. I went to the I, Rangers game on Saturday. <laughs> wow. I would not have left my home that was a, that the was entire week. That was a mistake. I had My father-in-law came into town to go see my son's last soccer game for the season, and I kind of promised him... Yeah, the Red Sox are in town. We'll go see him. And, and he held you to it even though no, you were dying? No, he really didn't. My wife was like, you think you feel up to it? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. She's like, well, you know. It's l- the Red Sox. Let's just all go. And that's when I should have backed out immediately. And said, you guys go. I'll stay here. Yeah. Because you know what Close I ended up doing? Bed. Making that long walk from general parking to the ballpark there and back holding a kid the entire time which was mm. probably not advisable man so did you end up going to the medical tent at the ballpark no once i got there i was fine so you're not continuing the streak of trying to hit all <laughs> medical tents at no, all ballparks not trying to get medical assistance <laughs> at all all 32 that would be a 30. great great bit though one last question for me. Have you consumed any alcohol? No. I've essentially consumed nothing but water this entire week. And have you been eating normally? Maybe 60% of what I normally eat. Okay. But that's probably actually a good thing. <laughs> probably so. I've probably dropped a few needed pounds. 
You guys want some emails? Sure. A few emails that have built up. <laughs> and when I say a few, I literally mean three. The first part of the email segment will just be entitled This Week in Mike Hernandez. <laughs> so he sent us an email that says uh, that he was cur- currently watching the classic Eddie Murphy movie Trading Places. Are you guys familiar? I oh, am. Oh, yes. Okay. Good thing. He says, uh, I totally forgot what could be a little problematic about this movie as Dan Aykroyd is currently in blackface. Do y'all remember that scene? I don't. When they're on like the train at the end, I think he's... Uh, oh, he's in disguise? Yeah. yeah. And Eddie Murphy walks in and says, Merry New Year. <laughs> and he's like the foreign exchange student. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't play well today. No, probably, probably not. I think that might be my... It might be my favorite Eddie Murphy movie behind Coming to America. Interesting. It's trading Places. It's a good to, choice. I'm going to have to revisit 48 Hours and see. Yeah. Nutty Professor? Eh, it's all right. <laughs> Had a few funny scenes. I mean, it was funny, but it doesn't compare to the... <laughs> the Iliitis scene in Nutty Professor is still one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Next email from Mike Hernandez. It says, when will this not a wrestling podcast do a review of the Hulk Hogan Oscar snubbed movie Suburban Commando? <laughs> we really should. And I'm I'm a hundred percent up for that. <laughs> That's a great suggestion. That was also a big box office failure, by the way. What's his real name? Terry B- Boyella or Balea? Balea. Terry Balea. Did he ever go by his? real name in any of those movies because i know in some of them he went by terry hulk hogan no i don't think i don't think belay has ever been okay. in the mainstream play oh, only in court documents next to bubba the love sponge is what <laughs> he's wearing the formal do-rag <laughs> in court i his movie he made with i think it was the 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 big guy from friday um no holds barred mm-hmm I can't remember who, I mean, Hulk played a fictional wrestling character. He wasn't Hulk Hogan in that movie. Right. But the other guy was Zeus, I remember, because right. he had a Z shaved in the side of his head. Or everything was shaved, I think, except for the Z, which is an even bolder move. <laughs> and the guy that uh, played Zeus was not a wrestler, but he actually came and wrestled Hulk Hogan in the WWE on a pay-per-view as part of the cross promotion of the movie. Nice. He was terrible. It was terrible. No. Oh. He wasn't a wrestler. I mean, didn't he have one cross eye? One of them kind of see that way, <laughs> not straight ahead. He's I'm always di- going I'm, east. I'm distancing from this. And why did you choose east? <laughs> I wouldn't want to go east. Very, not very far. For not sure. far. Okay. No. Never mind. Okay, last email is from Joey, and it's uh, the <laughs> the subject of the email is 15k. It says uh, just listen to the pod where I made 15 grand in one night. It says as a very boring por- person with small children, I wanted to let you know that hearing of your exploits was the most exciting thing <laughs> that has happened to me in 2018. <laughs> wow. 
Well, I, it just, was also the most exciting thing for me. Just <laughs> wait, sure. Yeah, wait till he hears this episode. Yeah. Do you kind of feel like uh, all 15K of that's going to the hospital? Well, I just feel like things even out. I told you guys in that episode when I won 15K, I was like, well, now I can't wait until something's going to happen that totally evens this out. Something bad is headed my way. And there you go, a month later, Iliadis. So there's your hypothetical then. Do you take away that magical night for no Iliadis? No way. No, because that's an, that's an accomplishment too. It's not just the money thing. It's just the idea that you've, you've achieved that. Well, now you've achieved Iliadis. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, but I haven't defeated it. Because you can achieve a lot of things illness-wise. It's only when you defeat can you defeat AIDS? Well, Magic that Johnson job. did. He never had AIDS. He had a lot of money. So whether he's he had it or not, it's he's gone now. AIDS up as Stevie Wonder is blind. So should we cancel the GoFundMe? Because we, as Tommy <laughs> mentioned, we couldn't really write a very good description. Here's the guy. That- He's doing who, just fine, who, but... His calling card in life is constantly bragging about how much money he has. Despite how bad he, he <laughs> says this incident was, he was watching Isaiah Kiner Falifa <laughs> bat in the two slot two nights later. I'm sure from box seats in the Lexus Club. No, I don't. Trust me, it pains me to pay 20 bucks to park. I was gonna say it pains you to pay twenty bucks to watch baseball. <laughs> well, I like watching baseball. I have no problem watching baseball from the three hundred level. No problem at all. Fair enough. So, we got anything else? No. I mean, do we? Uh, did Dave? Did you have anything else that we needed to get to? We've got I, a few minutes left. I actually, I mean, I wrote a eulogy, but since Glenn's here, I, I don't just keep it. Uh, I'll I'll save it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I might need it soon. In the short term, it's still it's still relevant. So since this show is all about gambling, predicting the future, Glenn, where do you see yourself one week from now? Do you think you're going to be completely better with no pain or do you think you're going to have uh another trip to the ER in your future? What set that handicap handicap this and then we'll uh, we'll have a permanent record when uh when we see how it shakes out. Are you and Ric Flair even money right now on who Leaves this world first. <laughs> um, I think it's like I try to th- I make sure I do my odds correctly here. I think I'm like two to five that I'll be just fine a week from now. Okay, so that so you're a big favorite to be fine. I think so because I think this is something that antibiotics snuffs out and and I'll be fine. I might get some money on the other side of that. Dave, we need to talk afterwards. All right, we'll talk. Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my English with stinks. I am Nanja Ibuko, exchange student from Cameroon.
jerky time. You want some beef jerky? Oh, please. There's plenty, you know. <laughs> 